Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. My name is Sergio. Let me introduce you to my co-host. Oh, there's only one in here right now, only one, but it's the right one, Mr. Ben Seacrest from Macron Fishing. Good morning, sir. Good morning. And then, Mia Hia, believe it or not. Although he's not here. There's no way, dude. That guy called in? You're kidding me. He's on the phone, and he's on the phone from Mammoth with Andrew Mack. So, Mr. Tony oh, Williams Did and those Andrew guys get Mack. away for a special moment? That's awesome. <laughs> hey, good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, everyone. We're calling in from Mammoth. Bye. Okay, okay. Well, hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Before you get going, let me introduce the rest of the crew here. We have our dear friend, Mr. Steve Carson from the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. And happy, happy trout season opener. It's a national holiday, right? For you. <laughs> yeah, no, 420 is a national holiday. There you go. We just had that one. Oh. And then we have Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. And Ben, you beat me to that national holiday comment. <laughs> All right. Let me go right to Tony. Um, what's going on over there, Tony? We're getting ready, Sergio. Everybody's, uh, you know, getting their gear ready, making sure the line's we got a little bit of fishing in yesterday in Bishop, and we were able to fish some of the creeks and, you know, get make sure to get all of our tangles out and, and get ready for the big day today. So we're looking forward to the kickoff for the uh, fishermen is actually in about an hour. So right as sunrise hits, we're going to be uh, fishing at Convict Lake today, and uh, hopefully we're going to catch some of those bigger fish that are coming in. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures that Andrew posted yesterday. Whoppers, let me tell you. Some real whoppers. <laughs> how do you how do you like that yellowtail pose though? The one with the tail. <laughs> oh no! I I just saw one that was about the size of your hand, and I'm going. Oh yeah, that that, that was Tony's. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm thinking to myself, bent 32 degrees or 33 degrees. Okay, you sneeze and it's ice that comes out, uh, and the oh, fish yeah. is the size of your palm. I heard it was 60 up there yesterday in the afternoon though. Yeah, maybe you guys. It was, it was pretty warm. Okay. Yeah. Now, now uh, yeah. Tony, if if you want to, uh, you want to experience something like that, you can always come with me on the center console, and you can oh, just okay. grab the sardine, and they'll probably be a little bigger than the fish that you had there. Wow! Wow! Ow. No, no, no. But listen, there, there there is a certain romance. I think there's 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 a whole thing around it. That's what I'm learning about these trout guys. Well, a lot of the small ones. The the fun thing about the small ones is. 
they're only as big as their environment a lot of times, right? So if these guys are fishing these little yep. cricks that are like five feet across, you get to f see some pretty cool little fish, especially with fly rods, little fly rods. That's a lot of fun. Or two-pound test, you know, that's with some really lightweight stuff. So that's that's a good time. So, so where'd you guys fish yesterday? Uh, yesterday oh, we were in Bishop on one of the back. Uh, it's like a little back canal. It was like through some farmlands. And uh, never, never in a million years would have thought there's trout there because there's cows and stuff, and it's just, it's just like a runoff. Well, what do you say? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't insult your food group. You don't insult my yeah. food group. Okay, your food group is fish. My food group is meat. Do not insult right. my meat. Okay. So you know, that means there was bone-in ribeyes at your at your taking right there. Okay. Yeah, we could have ribeyes. What is it, a uh, serpent turf? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, and so, but the farmlands, uh, Steve, you got any any info on that? Info on farmland? Well, you just got to figure, um, so to speak, uh, trout like to eat insects, and there's a lot of fuel for the insects to eat in a in a uh, uh, cow pasture. If you take my drift. Yeah, I got you. Mm -hmm. That makes actually makes a lot of sense. All right, so um, today you guys are going to be a convict, and uh, how's the um, crowds? I mean, have you guys seen a lot of people? Uh, go ahead, Tony. I would say that, uh, well, we went out last night to the, the town, and it was a little bit later, uh, about 9 o'clock at night, and everybody was just getting getting ready to uh, tie it up and, and make it a night. So we see a lot of people, and from everybody that's, that's in the city, um, there's a lot of activity. We're hoping that the fishing today at Convict Lake, we're going to be on a boat and a pontoon. Mm -hmm. And I imagine there's already people getting lined up to, uh, to get started there. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, so, okay, so, so this is the first time I'm going to call you out because I know better, okay, that you were in early last night. We're talking about Tony Williams. And Andrew, Actually, Mac, and Andrew Mack was on social media last night around 11 o'clock at night. And I know because this morning I checked, uh, you know, I, I, when I got up, you know, making some time while I was make, brewing some coffee, I, I got on. And I could tell when you had made a post. And it was like, <laughs> dude, it was 11 o'clock at night. So don't tell me you guys were in bed at 9. N no, no, no. <laughs> well, I sure wasn't, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah, no. So, so today, today we're actually going to be looking forward to 25-mile-an-hour winds. It's going to be rough. It's possible. That's why Ben mm -hmm. and I are sitting here, nice and chill. We're going to go, yeah. go have some Starbucks after this. You know? <laughs> hey, you know what, though, you guys? It's a lot nicer than when I went up through there the last week. It was snowing on me through Mammoth all the way through. It sucked. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ben, you looks like from the pictures, man, you had an excellent trip. Oh, Those no, it was, a, it was a good trip. But I'm just saying, Mammoth last week, when, when I hit the... Uh -huh. When I went up the last the last grapevine to go up into Mammoth, it started snowing, and I had a boat on the back, and I have two-wheel drive. In oh. the boat and the oh. truck, I went about 30 miles an hour. No. It was crazy. Oh, All right. Well, listen, I know you guys want to be there at daybreak. <clears throat> it's already 5.07. Um, Andrew, um, I know you've got a lot of reports, okay? There's yep. some really good fishing locally. I would just say this. Save it for next week. Okay, 
I want you guys to be to get your early start going, okay? Okay, let me just do a quick little shout-out to the derbies today. Okay, yeah. Uh, real quick, Lake Isabella starts their uh, their trout their trout derby today. It's four months, two weeks uh, long. There's 500 tagged fish going in from twenty to $5,000 and uh, 8,000 pounds of other trout that they're stocking. Uh, Lake Kayamaka from, uh, has their derby today from uh, Western Outdoor News. Um, their derby is today and tomorrow. They stock 3,500 pounds on Tuesday. And then uh, I heard that they were sold out. So uh, one more big thing. I don't know what you guys are doing midweek, but if I have a day off, I'm definitely heading here. Ben, you'll probably want to head here too. Hemet Lake, uh, they're having their final trout stock, 3,500 pounds, either going to go in Tuesday or Wednesday. And you guys remember last time, it was just epic, epic fishing there. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I do have a, I do have an announcement. I, I'm trying to wait to see if another Mia, okay, William Johnson will call us. Uh-huh. He's got some very exciting news. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep you to, uh, yeah, yeah, really exciting Ooh. news. Could it be what I'm thinking? <laughs> yeah, but I want to want to make sure that he gets a chance to announce it. If he doesn't call me by 6, I'll, I'll go ahead and announce it. Um, but it, it's, it's good stuff. People have been waiting for this for... Two years now. Oh Two man, years. I'm signing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. it'll be really good. And we just and another big quick shout out to the fishing syndicate line. We're going to be testing all their all their trout gear today, and I'm looking forward to picking up some, some nice fish. So just out of curiosity, Tony, when you say you're going to be testing uh, the new fishing syndicate line, um, are you driving anywhere or are you just walking it? Well, today we're going to be on the pontoon. Oh, he didn't get it. I'm lost too. Sorry. Okay. Well, well, uh, Oliver, how 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 oh, tall how tall oh, are the rods? <laughs> Oliver, how tall are the rods you gave well, him? It started at uh, two piece. Let's see how it ends up. Um, oh, oh, these are two piece. Okay, so so that helps, Tony. <laughs> They're already two helps. piece. It yeah. Helps. Yeah. Now listen. Yeah, we already got it stringed up, and two pound test is going to be the the game changer today. And if so, I'm not mistaken, uh, you were fishing Mountain Lakes, and I saw the green blank, which is a fishing syndicate rod. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, I've seen one of those too. I think who had one of those? No. See, see, Ben. Here, here's how this goes. Okay, you and I don't rank. Okay. Well, that's okay. We don't get any of the green, green monster. Yeah. So maybe we should talk to somebody at Fishing Syndicate. I don't know who we know. But, you know, they <laughs> they get this stuff. Uh, I, I, was, I was actually supposed to grab some of those to go test, but I never heard from my buddy. So I just went up and fished what I had. Yeah, maybe you, you know should talk to, you should talk it, to the owner. Right. We, we're, we're testing them for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, testing on that. Come on. We, we just came from the prehistoric wonderland up above, and you guys are down I there know, man. catching that the little stuff. Well, you Come know on. what? Well, while we're at it, why don't you give a real quick report of uh, Pyramid? Pyramid's like... Actually, you know what? Hold on. Yeah. I can hear the music. Everybody, just stick around. We'll have... Uh, uh, I want to hear this report of Pyramid. Pyramid, beautiful fish. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA, the Zangler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Always stay humble and kind. Go to church because your mom says to visit grandpa every chance that you can. It won't be wasted time. Always stay humble and kind. Radio. AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. 
Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And uh, this, this particular CD is, uh, I'm doing it specially put together for Ben. Uh, ben, the name of that song is Zombie. Okay, yep, that's Not what I that, feel like right now. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Okay, so uh, by the Cranberries. But anyway, let me let me go here. Let me go back to um, uh, to we were talking with Andrew and Tony and Ben when we were going out. We talked. We started to talk about Pyramid. You had quite an experience at Pyramid. Why don't you share with us? Yeah, no, Pyramid Lake is. Um, there's a lot of people like I see a lot of people posting about Pyramid Lake. Um, this is, I don't. The only way I can do well, the only way I could say anything about it's prehistoric. Okay, so you get up there, and the thing to think about is there's a lot of people right now fishing in a really like small area in that lake, but no one's going across the lake. So I spend a lot of time driving all around the lake in my boat, checking things out, and I'm telling you if. If you do have your own boat and you you want to be safety minded because that wind there can blow real hard, um, there's places to find. And the other thing is know the rules. Like I went in there a little bit, not knowing everything I needed to know about that. And one of the rules is you got to keep your boat. I think it's 250 feet from the shoreline with all the guys on the ladders and stuff. Know the rules before you get there. But I'll tell you, fishing wise. It's there's so many different things. These guys are fishing fly rods, which I, I know how to fly fish. I've done it a lot in my past, but I really wasn't really didn't want to do it when I got up there. But I see these guys action fishing midges and fishing uh, streamers, and I literally sat next to. Well, you, one, you, you didn't say fishing midges, right? Midges, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. And he looks at me when he says midges. Yeah, so I'm watching. I'm watching <laughs> this whole thing go down, and you guys have probably heard the stories, but. I got out there and I was fishing hubs and um, did real well with the hubs. The hubs is like a phenomenal bait for that fishery. But the weirdest thing is you get next to some of the flyer guys. And there was one day I was next to this one fly guy and I was doing well on the hubs. He was railing them 
on streamers, just railing them. So when people like go, oh, they're on a ladder and it seems sort of weird, well, that ladder thing works. Those guys, the weirdest thing that you'll see with that whole deal is that you can find places where there's not guys on ladders. You can get, you know, close enough to shore so you can cast like within, you're casting this six to 10 feet. But the weirdest thing that I saw was the guys turning around on the ladders and the ladders are only in like eight feet of water casting behind them and hooking fish behind them. So the fish are spawning right now. And, you know, an average fish there is probably two to three pounds, but it's not uncommon. Like I had a couple days where I had fish over, you know, 10 pounds and there was fish probably caught by others that were over, you know, 15 easy, you know, 20 is like a trophy. But to see that 12 to 15, to, you know, it, it's it, it's well, breathtaking. My understanding is the care that the um – fishermen that are regulars have and the love they have for those fish that you won't see a whole bunch of guys grabbing fish to take I have, pictures i have never no i i have but you know what the the pictures are they, they speak volumes. yeah i mean you don't see any bleeding fish no you know, no they take very very good care of very uh, very supportive of the fish itself and they're releasing them yeah now let me ask you guys because i don't know they do stock that lake right you know they they do when i was there they actually put fish in there um and with one of the, it was weird i met the ichthyologist one of the ichthyologist guys that manages the fishery and he was really cool guy his name was justin he was sitting there telling me all about um what they put in there and he told me he goes there we put in a couple 36 inch fish that are monsters and i'm like well what's a monster and he goes well you see that mid-grade fish these things are really really big so it was pretty amazing to hear that because you see a lot of really, you know, you see good, you know, I don't even know how to say it. To me, they're all monsters. But you see um, some of the guys with pics of, of these fish that are just, you know, they're solid 20-pound fish, 18 to 20-pound fish. And he says there's fish bigger than that floating around there. Lake record, I want to say, is 47 pounds from way wow. back when. Wow. But there's a there's a I, I think the whole thing with that is if I personally had a trailer, I would have one person drive a trailer. I would take a boat behind the trailer and I take a couple ladders because I would just switch off from ladder fishing or even you don't even need ladder. I mean, you could sit there and just take some waders and and go in on the shore and fish it right now on the shore. And you probably do really, really well without a boat. But just that's a place if you haven't if you haven't checked out something that's way back in time that place is one of those places yeah and you, again i saw the pictures we have proof it's yeah. just it's really good that, that's the one thing um that i've always heard of steve carson you could probably talk about this um you know the, the indian tribe there they really they own the the land and yeah. the water right yeah so they own uh, the lake they own the lake so yeah. they take extremely good care of that fishery and that's why i think it's well it's very limited that's the thing that makes it so healthy i think is that there's there's monument rock and you can't which is up it's north of where everybody's fishing right now but there's fish all the way up through there and you can't go on foot past that place and then there's a lot of places that you can't go with boat either and the one thing that i thought i was talking to mike lum he called me to ask my how my trip was this week and you'll see weird things happen where he was talking about a guy where Mike couldn't get bit on anything. And a guy showed up with a frog spoon 
and started throwing her this frog spoon and caught four in a row. And then he lost the spoon. And Mike was like, I could not believe this because once he lost the spoon, he didn't get bit either. So if they're biting something, like I, I saw it this last week. If they're on something, that's what they want. They don't want it. If they're on, if they're on Shad White, they don't want brown, right? And they're going to eat what they want to eat, and you're going to see the difference in bites. I would have never believed it, but you know, it's 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 not. Those fish are not stupid. They want what they want. And I think the same. Yeah. Thing, I think the same thing you guys are going to experience today during Fishmas. There's going to be something that's going to work better than others. I know. Um, I used to say any color as long as it's mint. If you ask Andrew oh, yeah. Mack, he'll say any color as long as it's yellow and white. Yeah, it's a yep. confidence color, though, probably, too. Right. But that that whole thing that, that I mean, I love to go catch those big brown trout up there um, where you guys are at right now. This, like, stuck in my – I can see how, like, some guys like our buddy Chad, he's got into that place, and he's really been up there like 12 times, I think, you know. And then you talk to, like, Mark Rogers from Akuma, and he's been going up there for years, fly fishing and stuff. But the thing that I thought was pretty cool is, like, the old days of Calco bass fishing, they keep their mouth shut. Except for Chad. Chad likes to really put it out there. <laughs> Mark Rogers, I didn't even know, went up there until this year, you know? Right, right. So it's pretty. It's a pretty amazing place. But, you know, the thing I can say is that take advantage of wherever you're at. And you guys are up in Mammoth, catch them up, have a good old time up there, you know. And just just remember, just re if you can, release the damn things. It's yeah. worth it. Sounds good. All right, you two, yeah. it's 530. I know, uh, I think 615 is for your sunrise. So you better get going, okay? Are you guys out of bed yet or are you guys got, still in bed? We're out. We're ready to go. No, you're still, dude. I know you guys. I can are sell still... Tony's in his pajamas still. Oh, oh yeah, in the same bed. Ah. Well, let me ask you this. Hold on, you guys are talking at the same time. Look, you're right next to each other in bed, so at least just understand which one's talking. So this is questions for for Tony. Did you go up by yourself, or did you take your significant other? No, we came out with uh, Andrew Mack, myself, Eddie, and Doug. So I'm right. <laughs> See, so I'm right. There you guys, and you guys all are staying in just one room? One cabin, <laughs> one room. One cabin. Yeah, they got a hot tub, a lot of robe. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> we well, do, you know, you can always use the bite on. We've got a ton of bite on with us. What's that? Okay, wait, hold on. Both of you are talking. Let me go to Tony. What, Tony? We're staying at the uh, 101 Great Escapes. Oh, that's and this nice. This is a place where, if you guys would have had a chance to get up here, this is what this is kind of what the whole trip's about too, is being able to stay and uh, and and be able to you know hang out with the friends and then do a little fishing. So, but uh, what were you saying, Andrew? Oh, I was just saying how how we all there's there's a hot tub here. This place is huge. Okay, that's not I mean, what we wanted yeah, here no. when a bunch of guys <laughs> went up there in a cabin. <laughs> okay. I asked if your significant others had gone. You guys said no. All right. So, yeah. No, no, no. Not this trip, but hopefully next one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Have, have fun up there, you guys. Catch yeah. them up. Yeah. Lots of I pictures, got, I got a please. Quick question for Ben, real quick. Yeah. Are you aware if anyone has ever caught a trout on an accurate reel? Oh, yeah. Lake trout. Tons of them. What about rainbow trout? Um, I don't think so on that you know the weirdest thing right. that i had seen and it was from yesteryear was my buddy steve 
ended up catching an 18-9 largemouth when he was up at Casitas when that place bit, slow trolling lead core on a 400, which was like wow. a trip to me. But no, I don't believe anybody's. If they got, if you got a 300, you could probably go up there with a 300 and troll around with that and yeah, catch maybe something. Maybe we should do a special giveaway if they catch a trout um, on the 800 narrow. Oh yeah, that would work, BB. <laughs> Is that what you have? Do you have a 300 up there, Mac? I got a 400 turn and it's uh, filled with a uh, um, lead core line. So oh, I'll you'll catch one that. for sure. Yeah. You'll be the first one up there if you catch a rainbow. That would be the first of its type. Heck yeah. Yeah, I'd be fine. All right. Yeah. Well, there you got you got something to shoot for, Mac. Yeah. There you go. All right, Tony Williams, bite on fishing. Andrew Mac, Max Fish reports. Um, I want to hear next week. I want to see photos. Uh, remember what we talked about, guys? The best photos are the ones you take an extra few minutes to make sure they're nice, make sure your background. I hate it when I see photos of some really nice fish that are bleeding, for example. Or if they're not bleeding, instead of turning with the lake in the background, they turn and see your truck. That does <laughs> it. That, that, it's not very conducive, okay? That's like... No, no. Okay, well, so we'll definitely think... be far away from trucks today. So I think we'll be good. Yeah. yeah well, you're a convict, so you're gonna you almost guarantee. But I know you too. Next thing you know, I have a picture of you guys with a rainbow, and all I can see is a park. Oh, it's gonna be cold at convict. Yeah. I was just thinking where oh, that yeah. is. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's gonna be chilly, Willie. That wind. <laughs> all right, you two, go have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. See you later. All right, you guys. Right. Take care. Be good. All right, excellent. Uh, Steven, I'm, I'm going to come back to you because I left you hanging with uh, that question about Pyramid. Um, i got to take a, a short break, and we come back. i got a, a private message, okay, that I want to um, – it actually involves you, Ben, me, and Oliver, and Steve. Everybody can answer this one. This is Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. I'm leaving so long. Hey, little one. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. 
Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. I was waiting for that the drums to hit. Anyway, this is Angels Radio AMA 30K LA. This is Angry Chronicles and uh, having a good time here with Ben in studio. I've got um, uh, let's see, I've got um, oh, I got Oliver. I've got Steve Carson. We lost. I know. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't find the screen there. It, it, it happens. You know, this stuff happens. Okay. And um, Steve Carson, let me uh, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, Pyramid Lake over in Nevada. Well, the the main thing that that I can add to what everybody else has has said is that it's a prime example of a you know I mean it's a big lake, but it's it's fished and people catch a lot of fish and mostly release them, and it's proof that a well managed recreational fishery uh, you know can exist. And that, you know, occasionally you'll see anti-fishing type people say that, well, most fish that are released die. Well, that, that lake is, is a perfect example of, of fish that don't die and that the lake remains very healthy, fishing remains very good, it's carefully managed, and, uh, you know, it's good for everybody around. It's good for the, for the, uh, the, uh, the Native American tribes that manage it. They... The, <laughs> They do. They do quite well with it, and they're good stewards of it. You know, that's. It's just a great, great example of something. And 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 yeah, that's actually the oldest uh, IGFA record still in the books. It's 41 pounds by a John Skimmerhorn in uh, around 1891. Still the standing record. Although I won't be that surprised if it gets beaten in the next year or two. Yeah, no, there's some good fish. Now, the one thing you know, we're talking about, um, you know catch and release the only thing that i will say especially with trout i mean you can catch and release and be successful but i mean if the fish uh, this is a bit, i see a lot of this um they just pull the line and they bring the hook out and they just bring the guts or or, or just parts of the inside of the fish out that's not going to be a survivable fish and then they say oh i released it yeah Okay, so it's like proper, and we should talk about that one day, Ben and Steve. We should talk about what is the correct way to remove a hook. Where do you grab a fish? A certain species are a little bit different. Uh, I, I learned a lot about that when I was up there doing it. I yeah. mean, the bigger ones have big teeth, right? So people don't realize that some of those these things got some teeth. So one way that you can do is when they're in the net, you 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 don't take them out of the net. I try not to, but you let them calm down, you grab their lower jaw, and you open their lower jaw, and I was fishing jigs, right? So I'd follow the line down, and everything is barbless. So you don't have no barbs on it. So you follow the line down until you hit your jig, you find your head, 
you can literally their mouths are pretty good just push down and then you pull up leave the fish in there let go of his lower jaw put him back in the water and the thing that I, that that Steve was saying that I I didn't see any floaters and I'm talking every day I saw hundreds hundreds of fish get caught on fly rods and spin rods and whatever else but the key was the ichthyologist guy that i was talking to he goes you know everything's barbless yeah i got that he goes but guys are still fishing treble hooks with the spoons yeah that's not good that's not good and if that was that was the weird deal yeah if you're gonna catch and release you might want to start changing them things okay well let me let me me do this let me bring mr wayne coteau from uh coteau or coteau i thought his name was big toe Big toe, big little toe. toe, yeah, little mo, little, mo. <laughs> okay. little mo's more like it. On the that toe? four foot on ten stuff is that's little mo. Yeah, on the toe. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Is he on the line? I am so is sorry. Is he hearing all this? Damn. Oh, oh, don't do that, Ben. Don't say nothing. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Wayne Coteau, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken. That's from all my years in Japan. Okay, and Coteau. It's well, Koto. Okay, well, I was pretty cold. I said Koto. Okay, but I, I went Japan via Argentina. Okay, so there was a little detour there. From Coastal Conservation Association of California, they got a big event going on today. I wanted to give Wayne a chance to uh, let people know it's too late to get in the event, but go out and cheer. Okay, go out and see what, what's going on. So, Wayne, introduce your event. Yes, the uh, Coastal Social is a bass tournament. It's all for fun. It's Fundraising for CCA California to catch, photograph, release the the, the uh, kayak division. It is the three largest bass. Uh, there's a boater division with weigh-in at 22nd Street. Lines in in about a half hour at 6 a.m. Uh, you can fish anywhere as long as you can make it back in a boat to the weigh-in at uh, 22nd Street this afternoon. Weigh-in will uh, open at 2 o'clock and close at 4 o'clock. We expect lines out at 2 o'clock uh, for everybody. Um, what else? Uh, you know, we, uh, we're, we're, all, we're having fun, and we want to get people on the water and enjoy it, and we want, you know, to make sure that we're having responsible uh, bass fishing here. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, kayak division is awesome because you can fish anywhere in the kayak and post your bass up on uh, Tourney X. So the, for the for the kayak guys, I mean that as long as you have an internet connection and you can take a picture. Well, know, if they fish all the coastal the waters, you have them. I mean, you have, uh, I mean, clear out yeah. to the 150. You can you actually. There's a big south swell right now too, so those guys better watch it if they're going coastal. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to be a fun event. I mean, there's plenty of fish inside the bays, also up That's right. the coastline. So. <laughs> That's, I mean, it. That's where I'd stay on that kayak. This is the first first of the many events we hope to have. Uh, the next one will be in the fall in September down in San Diego, uh, and we'll see how we run. Hopefully it'll be a, a much bigger event because by then uh, all the restrictions hopefully will be lifted and we'll be able to have, you know, a, a very good weigh-in party and a raffle and, a, and, you know, a barbecue and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But for this one, it's, we're trying to still maintain the COVID restrictions. So yeah, and the one thing I've noticed we'll that time. I think I think anglers got it. Okay, because you're not going to get it outside, and we need vitamin yeah. D. You get it from the sun. Yeah. And this virus does not do well in open air. It does very well in close quarters, and for a prolonged period of time, but it doesn't do well outside. So I think the anglers is getting it, 
you know, and um, just got to move forward. Keep going forward. I tell, I know people have all these crazy ideas, but get vaccinated. But it'll get, it will be over this thing, and then we can get back to what a, some semblance of normal. Okay, but I'm glad you guys are doing this, and and um, it's good. It's good for CCA. It's good for the fishermen. You know, get together, have a little festivities, um, and a little competition, a little friendly competition. I love that. So good job, got Wayne. Great good job, prizes. Wayne. Yeah, we got some great prizes. I mean. Ben at Accurate there, he uh, he donated. Uh, Oliver with Fishing Syndicate donated. Probar. What did they donate? A date with I mean, Ben? Every, a date yeah. with Ben and Oliver. Exactly. Like that. Me and Ollie are taking people fishing up to Pyramid. I heard it was dinner, <laughs> wine, and song. <laughs> Oliver, are you, um, is it, I heard it's dinner, wine, and song with wow. you guys. Wow, come on. <laughs> Say, so, Wayne, you're doing a hell of a job. And so, I mean, again, I always tell you the same thing, but we need people that are going to look out for what we're doing here. And most of the people are just living day to day and not paying attention. And that 30-30 thing, which I had no idea of until it fell in my lap, you guys did a hell of a job with that. So we just need to keep on watching to make sure that all us groups of watermen are together, divers, surfers, fishermen, or whatever, you know, and you're doing a good job at making sure people are aware. I appreciate that. Yeah, there was another bill this year, 564, that uh, was introduced, and it was trying to put uh, legislation behind the 3030 EO this year, and we were able to get that quashed. That's, so that's two in a row. And then there was the uh, AB 534, the ropeless gear that would affect the crab fishery and the lobster fishery, and it has to do with it, whale entanglement. And we got some new regulations coming down um, from the Fishing Game and the Department of Fish and Wildlife. But there, somebody tried to actually put legislation behind uh, this effort, and we looks like we got that bill squashed too uh, this this week. And then our 817 is supposed to be hitting the uh, Appropriations Committee uh, in the next week. So. Good. Crossing our fingers, you know, we're still pushing forward. Okay, perfect. You're doing your work. Yep. Excellent. And, uh, folks, just a reminder, if you want to become a member of CCA, I'm sure you're going to be um, a, a, be able to sell some uh, memberships, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can always go to joincca.org to do the memberships or go to our website, ccacalifornia.org. Always like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have weekly uh, Facebook Lives, and now we're starting to do some seminars. And you know, so and we got a lot going on social media-wise. We're trying to do events. We have new member charters from every chapter up and down the coast. Uh, we got Charter Challenge later this year in October. We have all of our banquets coming up. Uh, San Diego starts the, the, the banquet schedule in June 12th down in San Diego at Portuguese Hall. So we have a lot going on, guys. Uh, all this is necessary because if we don't have the, the, the funding, then it's going to be hard to fight all of these bills and all of these things coming at us. And so, you know, everything you can do helps. And we appreciate all the sponsors, including Angler Chronicles, Fish, Fishing Syndicate, uh, Accurate there, um, 10, 10 Fishing. I mean, guys, this is one that is, it goes across everybody. We're, we are like Switzerland, right, because everybody in the fishing industry needs to do this not there's no you know one one brand over another kind of thing we don't do any of that no this is the one time we, we all have to come together we have to yeah. come together and stick together yeah. and do this what we need to do so i appreciate you leading the charge my dear friend and it's koto yes, it's 
Koto. I appreciate it. And it and it's Koto. Koto. See you, Wayne. Koto. Koto. Thanks, guys. See? Appreciate it. See? Okay. See you later, Wayne. See, we're gonna we're gonna get this right. Yeah. Hey, I always wanted to say something. When that I was trained as a samurai. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah For kneecaps or what? And I was a ninja too. <laughs> I was a ninja. I've done plenty of ninja fishing. <laughs> anyway, let me let me just let me just go over here and we got one of our guests here. Okay, Mr. William Johnson from oh, Lake Elsinore. Free Willy? Free Willy. Yeah. Good morning, William. Good morning, guys. What's up? Oh, it's all good, but it's all good. You know, we got half the the crew in here is up at uh, Mammoth, okay, and uh, they're there for the fishmas, and so uh, it's kind of nice. It's kind of it's kind of nice, huh, Ben? It's relaxing. It's just you and I in here. Yeah. We got Steve Carson on the line. I got Oliver uh, Solis from Fishing Syndicate on the line as well. So uh, now it's you. And you and I went fishing on Tuesday. We had a really good time. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But you are starting to give some very exciting news. Yes, I am. Uh, Can you verify it yet? Can you verify it yet? Yes, I can verify that there will be a 2021 Dream of Stream Fishing Derby. Excellent. Three changes. Uh, the preliminary date is June 26th. Now, guys, everybody, please pay attention. He said preliminary date. So that's, that, that's the one we're shooting for, but, you know, we're just waiting and seeing. Okay, go ahead. But uh, I pretty much think it's a go, but June 26th, uh, instead of a two-day, it's going to be a one-day. Um, but I'll have more details for you guys earlier next week. But I'm pretty sure that it's going to be June 26th. Excellent. So that's that's a that's like save the date type thing, June twenty sixth. I mean, obviously some other things have to come together, but it looks pretty good. It looks really really good, and I'm just happy that we got a derby again. You know, for me, it's all the party yeah. that goes along with it. Okay, so yeah, you know, we've talked about this you know extensively, and we had to do something. You know, we've done we've gained so much traction with the derby over the years, and. I know everybody's out looking to do something, and that was one thing that I know a lot of the the, the local fishermen and some fishermen afar was, was looking forward to was the Jamie Stream Fishing Derby. Angler mm-hmm. uh, Chronicles will be there. Uh, oh, we will. We, we were gonna we are gonna pack up the the day before. We're gonna come out. We're gonna go ahead and um, uh, set up the radio show live from the uh, that would be the the deck, okay, of the bobber okay so we'll do it we've done that in the past it's so much fun and folks if um you're fishing the derby you'll see us because you'll be pretty much heading out but if you just want to come and hang out you come hang out while we do the the live show and then you hang out with us we have breakfast right there at the bobber okay so um it's always good it's going to be really good so go ahead and free willie be there to sign autographs so all you uh, fans of free willie (laughs) Yes. And if you have any old rods, just bring those out, and he'll actually give them a toss right in the lake for you. Oh, we should. Do, we should. Yeah, you know, it's rod tossing day. Rod tossing tournament. That yeah, would be good. that would be really good. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Hey, Ben. Yes, sir. Oh, make sure you come on the May 9th trip. 
The May, I know. I'm afraid to come on the May 9th trip. So May 9th. I'm just going to bring. I'm going to bring all Oliver's rods. Yeah. That's yeah okay. A, yeah. Absolutely. Not my Ollie rods. Yeah. No. It's it's going to be good. There's a lot of stuff happening. Just I want to remind everybody. Um, like y'all know, it's just one of our favorite places to go. Uh, not only because of the people. We love the people there, of course. But um, the amount of um, investment that they've done in the city. Okay, and it's very noticeable, and it's a great staycation. It, it, it's no longer, I think, uh, the best kept secret in Southern California. I think it's the best little city in the Southern California. I think it's moved to that. It is Dream Extreme because you you can be fishing for catfish at one point, and you can be jumping off a off a plane the next point. Okay, this is what they do. Okay, you can be, you know, on a kayak. Or in a shark tube, yeah, a shark tube there, or going 150 miles an hour down the middle. Hey, you know what, Serge? I I mean, I I don't like to say throw my age out there, but I remember when it was, and and there's there's nothing mean meant by this, but it was a stinky old hole when I was young. No longer, my friend. I know that's what I'm saying, and I love hanging out with Willie and the boys, but it's just like. (laughs) It's it's turned out to be a, a, a actual place that you want to sh- check out, and you and if you do, you'll end up fishing there and having a great time. The Bobber has excellent food, and Free Willy is the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Until listen. You, until you put a rod in his hand. Nah, yeah. I'll always got you on that one, Free Willy. You know that, bro. All right, listen. Nobody yeah. go anywhere. I gotta take a short break. When I come back, we'll we'll continue talking to Willie. Okay. I like this one, too. All yeah. Right, good song here. All right. We'll be right back, folks. You're in Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA. Angels Radio. AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is award-winning television producer and outdoor videographer Danny Jackson. Looking for the very best in sport fishing action, information, and education? Then your best bet is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Fox Sports West in stunning high definition. Each week, Sergio and the Angler Chronicles crew take you on an entertaining and educational fishing expedition to both salt and freshwater venues from Baja, California to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Don't miss Angler Chronicles Television, 9.30 Sunday mornings and 3 p.m. Tuesdays on Fox Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. It's time for you to grow like the pros. At Pond Culture, we custom build hydroponic gardens for families of all sizes. Grow all kinds of organic fruit and vegetables faster than ever. Feed your family the healthiest and freshest produce possible. Our gardens save water. That's right, save water. No more dirt needed. Add your favorite plants and fertilize once a week for amazing results. To see more, visit our website, pondculture.com. That's pondculture.com. Or call 949-201-9301. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. We got Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA. And let me uh, let another friend of ours uh, join the party, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner. From Lake Elsinore. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? Oh, good, good, good. You got Oliver, you got William, you got Steve Carson, you got Ben and me. On the line. Good morning, Jonathan. Well, you got all the big dogs. Uh-oh. I understand that uh, William's, uh, I'm sorry, not William, but uh, Tony and, and uh, Andrew are at the convicts. Uh, appropriate lake for them. Because uh, they're convicts. Because uh, they're convicts. They're on a romantic, bromantic getaway. Oh, you know, hey, yeah, I like that. Yeah, they're, they're, on, a, they're on a bromance up in Fishmas thingy. William, almost like you and I do on Tuesdays. Hey, uh, we don't want to go there, all right? <laughs> yeah. All right, but let's, let's, let's bring it back, okay? Now we got Jonathan and we got William. Um, very excited that uh, it looks like it's not 100% confirmed, but we can get pretty much save the date. Uh, June 26th. It'll be the, it be the eighth one or ninth one, William. Ninth. Ninth, uh, Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. It will not be a two day. It'll be a one day. Hey guys, just just think where we are. Think where we're going. I think next year we'll get back to a two day. So we'll do uh, everything in one day. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I would imagine most of the festivities will ha- will happen at Launch Point, right? Yes, basically 100% of the uh, activities of the Derby will be at launch point. You know, it was just uh, too much logistically to try to uh, do something at the casino, and um, I don't think their hotel accommodations is open yet as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to do something. Uh, not much is going to change uh, except for one thing, Sergio. Every year we had a kind of a ghost for the Derby. Uh, we did catch one about three years ago, maybe four, but uh, we have since stocked the Gesno with 50,000 wipers. Mm-hmm. And I believe, Jonathan, you can correct me or help me here, that we're about to get more. But we're going to uh, well, bring we're, the we're wipers back. I'm, 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 I'm not saying anything yet until, I, I don't do things until I get them yeah, totally confirmed, but you know, one thing I can confirm is, you know, I thought we, uh, 
you know, Bo Davis, the general manager at, at Long's Point, and William and I met this, this last week, and William was telling us that um, actually Nick caught a, caught a wiper out there. And, you know, you got to remember, when we get him, we, we, we load him like stingrays. And what would you say, William, about, about 10, 12 inches or so? Yeah, they're pushing uh, well over a foot right now. Um, but that doesn't mean that there isn't one that took off uh, exponentially in growth. Um, they're getting big and they're getting big fast. Right. So uh, I think what you were talking about, the ghost, every year we would have the wiper uh, division, but there yeah. wouldn't be a wiper caught. Now the chances right. of a wiper being caught are pretty high. Um you know, it would have to be minimum of 10 inches, I would imagine. What are your rules yep. going to be for the uh, derby? 18 inches. I love that yeah. even better. 18. I love that. In order to bring it up for the weigh-in, it has to be 18 inches. I love that. Yep. And, um, you know, Steve Carson always tells us, how fast do these things grow, Steve? They're growing an inch a month in the lake. The lake is so productive and so good for fish growth. I love it. So one wow. year is a foot. Okay? So... And that's what you get a foot in there. You know what? If you take a little one, okay, don't take yeah. no. But the, the problem is that we have poachers out there that are taking some of these little ones. We cannot have that. We cannot have that. How do you mean? Is that is that something that's that is they they're able to police or not police? That's just a tough one. Because I know it's how what it's one. like. You can't police well, a shoreline. What's that, Jonathan? Yeah, but we've been working with fish and fish and wildlife, and they, they, yeah, we've been working with fish and wildlife. And actually, I, you know, every once in a while, they'll come the ranger out to, uh, you know, just to patrol the the shoreline. And they've actually been out a couple of times. So, very interesting. Very well, if you guys can can figure it out, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of us anglers that would kindly buy a tag to shoot poachers. <laughs> 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 is that out there? Is that out there? Yeah. We yeah, talked yeah. about that last time. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah, the, the one thing that we, we stress here, we um, especially, you know, here at Angler Chronicles, catch and release, we over, over, overstate it because we want that to happen. We want you to catch a fish, take your photograph, release it safely back in the environment. Okay. However, we don't like poaching at all. <laughs> you know, if you want to keep your limit of five fish, we get it. You know, in some of the species, you have every right. We encourage you to release them, but you have every right to keep up. When you start poaching, we don't have any. Do you have any patience for that, Ben? No, I'm just, you know, we were talking about pyramid earlier, and it's just amazing to go to somewhere where, and, and lake management is a, is a good place everywhere, but you can't control huge numbers of people that are fishing. But if you can get that huge number of people to get the same sort of idea in their head that, hey, this is something that we want to sustain because I enjoy this and let's do it forever. I'm just sitting here thinking, how do you go about and do that with other lakes? Like, like Elsinore is going to be, it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be a place that everybody wants to go. Now, how do you get the people that go there to look at it as, this is my backyard, and I'm going to make sure that we sustain this backyard? That's the key right there. Okay, well, listen, everybody stay put. Nobody go anywhere, but I've got a captain. Uh, you know, when it's a captain, i got to get the captain out on the ocean. So, Captain Chris Pika from Dana War Sport Fishing. Good morning, sir. 
Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing this week? Good. You know, one of the things we're talking about, sustainability in this, one of the things, the great biggest changes that I saw is when they start, when they change the size limit of bass, more of the boats started reporting how many they caught and released. Before, they never reported that number. And so it made it seem like you weren't catching any fish. Okay? And I think that um, that's been a big change, too, huh, Pika? Yeah, definitely. Definitely has been a big change. You know, um, in fact, uh, Sergio, the, the bass, are, they're still, the calicos, they're, they're starting to kick into gear right now. We had actually had a pretty good day yesterday on the calico bass, our 10 o'clock after. So, you know, they're, they're, start, they're starting to kick into gear. So what you're but saying is i got to come visit you. <laughs> they're going to come. I hope they come visit me. Hey, but, you know, it's... It, we have to we have to do something. You know what I mean? With the amount of people, I mean, those the old school reds, they were made up back in the day when uh, California had like half its population we got now. You know, so they, they had to do something to sustain that calico bass population. I, you know, mm-hmm. so what they did was uh, they, they raised the size limit from 12 to 14 inches, and then uh, and then they, instead of a 10 bag limit, they made it a 5 bag limit, which was is going to sustain that that population of calico bass. You know, it's uh, it's just what we got to do in order, like uh, you know, like Benny was saying over there. You know. We gotta sustain this stuff so we could so we could last for right. generations. You know? Yeah, and and, and but but the one we're, we're, but the key thing is this: if you're on, if you're on a party boat, don't just grab your own plier. Sometimes it's best let a deckhand handle the the catch. I see the way they grab some of the fish, where you stick your fingers up in the gills. That 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 could really damage a fish. There is a certain technique the deckhand's got it going. Listen, I got about a minute and a half. Give me the down low, real quick. All right, real quick, guys. We got uh, we're kicking into gear here. We have uh, you know our, our, let's start out with the Fury. The Fury's doing overnights. We're also doing five to fives, uh, fishing over at Catalina, San Clemente Island, and then we have the um, the half day, uh, the three quarter day boats and half day boats. Uh, half day boats. They've been fishing um, mostly on the coast. Some of the spots out there, some of the rock fish, picking on some of those, but. Uh, since the bass are starting to bite, we're going to focus mostly on the bass and the sheephead stuff that we're catching, uh, you know, in tight here. Fine line for the calico bass. We've been really productive. we got some anchovies now, so we could do this. We've got some really good ammo to throw at them. So it's kind of, you know, like get, get, getting that bass bite kicking in the gear here. Uh, they're still on a three-quarter day. They're still, you know, getting rockfish. They're still catching those, you know, all the sorted rockfish and reds and everything like that. So, guys, if you want to hop on a boat here, you can give us a call at Dean Works Sport Fishing, and the phone number is uh, area code 949-496-5794. You can look us up at our website at DanaWorks.com. You can also uh, friend us on Facebook, and you can get our Dana Works Sport Fishing app. Get all the up-to-date information. Pika, that was down to the T. Excellent work, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, bud. Go have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All right, you guys have a great week. All right, excellent. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM830, KLA, the Zangler Chronicles. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jonathan, with Oliver, with William, with Steve Carson, and we'll be joined with or by the sheriff himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. All right, we'll be right back. Do you hear my computer career ads and think, I don't know anything about computers? Well, you don't have to. Before starting, many graduates could turn a computer on and off. 
And that's it. Now they're IT pros. You could do it too. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new life in as little as four months. Grants covering up to 53% of the cost are available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Now, Newsmax is asking if you approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and trillions in spending. And did President Trump do a better job? Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. Let us know who you like better, Trump or Biden. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Text RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. And watch Newsmax today. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA Orange County Los Angeles and in Empire where Angels baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and hey, there you know, you got that theme song. It means there's only one thing that could happen. That means the captain, yeah, I'm going to call him captain today, but he's really the sheriff. Mr. Danny Jackson, the, the jig slinger himself, who we crossed paths out in the Pacific Sergio Ocean yesterday. So, good morning, Danny Jackson. Hey, well, good morning, Sergio. And Do you, know, you like how I said Pacific Sergio Ocean? Oh, yeah, all right. I got that And part. I have the I deed. I have the deed. I have the deed. Remind me to show we, it to you. Well, we even spent some time on Sergio's Reef yesterday, too. So <laughs> I, I, I just threw that one in for Ben. Yeah. Oh, but, no, um, ben, ben had to go, but he, he'll be right back. He'll be right back. Okay. Well, anyway, I want to say good morning to Steve Carson and Ben and our good friend, uh, very good friend, Oliver Solis with Fishing Syndicate Custom Rods. Um, always nice to hear from everyone there. In fact, speaking of the Fishing Syndicate uh, Custom Rods, I was using one of them yesterday with this, uh, my new electric reel, <laughs> the Tanacom 500, which I love. You know, uh, the nice thing about uh, getting set up with Oliver there in the fishing syndicate rod is that uh, you bring the reel in there and he can balance, he makes sure you got the balanced equipment. And Sergio, you, you held the rod and reel. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Here, here crazy light, crazy light. It, it really is, and it's very well balanced. And, uh, we had a lot of fun yesterday. Of course, we saw you and, and Paul, and that was a lot of fun. And, but um, you were searching for something a little bit different. But uh, Jack and I wanted to see if we could get some bottom grabbers, and we went out a little further to the west there. We got, uh, thanks to, uh, I better mention this, Nacho and the Long Beach Bait Company, they've got a live squid. So you private boaters, check that out this weekend. But we went out there, and I think thanks to the live squid, we got – uh, limits of uh, reds and a lot of other bottom grabbers, including some white fish. Had a nice fish dinner with several folks at Jack and Carrie's house last time. 
Um, you know, you were Sergio. You were mentioning photographs a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. What I've, you know, photographs of fish. You know, and I, you and I both have taken a gazillion of those. Not nearly as many as Steve Carson, though. And if anybody wants to take a, uh, just get a lesson on uh, how to get a good photograph, a good quality. It doesn't have to be perfect, but a good quality uh, photograph. Look at Steve Carson's. His are are perfect. And they're not an accident. They're not an accident. You, Sergio, you mentioned background. Uh, I, I see, you know, photographs of fish on the sport boat. And what do you see in the background? The bait tank or the superstructure, the galley or something, uh, the side of the boat. Have the ocean in the background. I mean, you well, I, let, me, let, me, let me give you an example, okay? They, they just got, yeah. I'm not going to name names, but they just caught a beautiful 175-pound tuna. They have it hanging. I get it, but I mean, you could turn the hanging fish. What do you see? The entryway to the galley. That's really cool. That really gets yeah, me right. going. You know, beautiful right. fish, but I get a, the galley door behind it. It's like, come on, just just take just take a second. Think about what you're doing. And I realize everybody's in a hurry and a wide open bite, but a yeah, five right. you, you take five minutes for a photograph that'll last a lifetime. You know, that, that is well, so and then, Sergio, the nice thing about a tuna, and Steve would vouch for this, you don't have to take that photograph within 30 seconds of landing the fish. Dorado's a little different. You know, Dorado is going to lose its color in, in seconds, so you need to get a photograph. But tuna, you know, when the bite's over, you can get that tuna out, hose it down, get a nice shot if it's a big fish laying on the deck and and things like that. My, my thought is this. Uh, you know, Sergio, at one of the Fred Hall shows, you and I did a seminar there on getting good quality photographs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I just like to see a fish get the blood off of it. You don't need blood on it. Uh, get the beer cans, even the soda pop cans out of the photograph. Uh, get fairly close to your subject within reason. And, and again, think about the background. And, and uh, you can get a good quality photograph, one that's suitable. I always call it. Suitable for framing. Yeah. Okay. And let me let me so, just add uh, one more thing. And if you're ugly, cover your face. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nowadays we got the masks in a lot of photographs, and and you know that's okay. But the main thing is about the fish. But you know what? Sometimes I'll see people with a photograph. You got four or five guys standing there. You got maybe a nice four or five huh? pound calico bass, mm-hmm. and then there's five people in the photograph. And you're wondering what's this photograph about because you can't even see the calico bass. So, hey, well, right, go ahead. Add, go ahead and add. Uh, that I was thing. just going to say most of the most of the things I see people do wrong is remember if you're shooting a photo, shoot a photo so you can see your face. Shoot a photo so you're Unless in the you're light. Ugly. Light. So I see people right. always shooting photos with their back to the sun instead of their face. So always make sure your right. face is in the sun. And if you're wearing a hat, take your hat and pull the brim up so you can see your face instead of there's a line going through where your eyes are. Sun in your right. face, but listen. But, but let, let me let me bring because I got like I said I got Jonathan and I've got William on the phone on on here on the line, and Danny okay. you've got a special episode for tomorrow. That well, well let, let's talk about that. Speaking of William and Jonathan, uh, tomorrow we're going to run the City of Dream Extreme. First of all, it was nice to hear William talk about the the Lake Elsinore Fishing Derby, and you know if the city this is about the city and the, the you know the action sports capital of the world it's called and for good reason. You know, the last few weekends, I've been going out to Lake Elsinore on Saturdays and watching my grandsons race their motorcycles out there. I mean, 
these kids are seven and nine, and they're they are racing, you know, track racing on these uh, motorcycles, and uh, it's the perfect place for that. You know, we've got you got the skydivers in the background. You're watching your kids, uh, or in my case, grandkids, what racing their motorcycles. You know, mm-hmm. Lake Elsinore's got it all, Sergio. I mean, a minor league baseball, skydiving, hang gliding, water skiing. Got a list of things. You're boating, golf, motocross. It's got everything. In addition to what we love, uh, some of the best uh, freshwater sport fishing in the, in all of the West, Sergio. I know. It, it will air. It'll, I'll, I'll just finish up. It'll air tomorrow. Uh, at 8 o'clock, we'll have one last look at Spotlight Pier Point Landing. That's at 8 a.m. And starting at 8.30 tomorrow morning and for five times this week, uh, you, you're going to see City of Dream Extreme on Valley Sports West, Sergio. Excellent. Thank you, Danny Jackson. It was great sharing my uh, Pacific Sergio Ocean yesterday. And like I said, I, <laughs> I have the deed to show you. Okay, I, so. I, I'm sure I'm sure you got it somewhere. So you you, you fish Sergio's uh, bank. Oh my God! Oh no, Sergio's uh, reef. Uh, I fish. Sorry, Sergio's God, I didn't bank. mean to say that. Strike him dead. Hey, not hey, me. hey, hey, hey! You're down in Dana Dana Point in South. Okay, this is my waters up here. Okay, uh, Benny boy, <laughs> you like that? I was fishing those waters when you were still a kid. You're only nine months older, but yeah, you're older, you're older, you're older. Anyway, it's all good, Danny Jackson. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you later. All right, see you guys. See you, Danny. All right, so bringing it back around with Jonathan and and, and William, um, we're going to do, everybody, please, 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 don't bombard me with a lot of messages. Just hold on tight. We'll know more probably in the next week or two, but it looks like June 26th, It'll be a Dream Extreme Derby. It'll be a one-day event. Uh, we will broadcast live from there. Obviously, we will cover it on film. We will go ahead and film this episode. Um, I'm hoping to have uh, Ben out there this time. No, I'll, I'll be out there. Well, I heard that William's having a big barbecue at his house, so I'm definitely showing up. Oh, yeah, there's a big, huge barbecue. Well, At w- Willie's house. At Willie's house, and then a pre-pre-pre-launch breakfast at jonathan's house oh uh, this is gonna be the party of all parties so I figured, free rods for everybody that shows up from then, oliver oliver's oh, gonna get God. free rods to yeah. everybody okay steve cars is gonna sign autographs wow this is gonna be something i really want to show up for this one yeah Oh, that's awesome. You like that? But oh, yeah, but but he's only gonna hey, sign autographs hey, just, just let me a quick uh Listen, at the meeting that, that we had with, with William and, and, and Bo, we also talked about our kids' fishing baby. And we're gearing up for yes. the kids' fishing baby, so we'll have some, some information real soon. Um, but uh, it'll be, uh, you know, we're going to limit the number of, of, of kids there, but we'd love to have some representation from uh, in the Chronicles when we get that, that all dialed in. Um, um, but as, as uh, Danny mentioned, you know, we're doing so so much stuff in, in Lake Elsinore. It is the city of, of Dream Extreme. Uh, baseball actually starts on, on May 11th at the opener of Storm Baseball. And so we're working with them, and, and uh, we have PWC races that are coming back. Uh, there's two, two events that are planned, uh, another uh, uh, personal watercraft. Um, and we have uh, professional racers from all over the West Coast that are, are coming. Uh, one time in July and one time in August. And, uh, you know, Wayne and I and, and Bo have been talking about some, some other derbies and stuff, fishing derbies. Uh, Wayne has some really great ideas. And so, you know, 
we're, we're ready for people to come. Uh, like launch point is actually kind of booked up through August. I mean, excuse me. October. That's cool. Well, um, I'll tell you what, Jonathan. Everybody wants. Everybody Everybody wants to get out, and what a what a wonderful place to do it. You go out yeah, there. You sure. got the lake. You're outside. It's it's good. <laughs> so people people get it. So I'm glad they're. Who sneezed? COVID. I heard somebody sneeze. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well, it's okay because you're at home alone. <laughs> it wasn't Ben or me. We're alone. Who sneezed? Oliver. Oliver's on mute, so it wasn't him. It's one of it's one I of the Galsonor dudes. That's the guys in the Ute. In the Ute. In the Ute. In the Yurt. In the Yurt. In the Yurt. Okay, well, listen, um, the important thing is, is is keep the 26th of June ready. They're going to be a kids' derby, which we will need probably some volunteers like always, right? Yep. Okay, definitely. so we'll call on our brothers at Team 57. In fact, I've got uh, our dear friend Terry and the Trollmeister. They're on their way to Pyramid. I think the Pyramid they're going to is the one here in California, though. Okay, so they're on their way there, so big shout-out to them. And Team 57, okay, they always come through for us uh, here. We can always help have some help for the kids, okay? All right, boys, tomorrow you get to see your episode, City of uh, the Dream Extreme. I love it. Okay. Uh, well, I, 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 well, I, 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 hold on a second. got to take a break, so you guys you guys are, are families. Just stay on the line. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll, we'll finish up with William and Jonathan. All right? Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Hey, Chris from CCA here. AB 3030 was a big test in 2020 and we all worked together to help defeat it. But the 30 by 30 goal to conserve and protect 30% of our oceans is here to stay. Conservation is what we're all about, but blanketed fishing closures with a lack of scientific evidence is not the answer. If you're not a member of CCA, join us in the fight by logging on to joincca.org. Membership starts at $35 per year and is one of the best ways to help us while you go fishing. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AM830. Welcome back, everybody, on 
Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA, the Zangler Chronicles. And uh, who's Lou? Okay, let's go to Lou. Maybe maybe he's got a question for, uh, okay, we have a, a Lou. Maybe there's a question for Jonathan and William. Are you guys ready to get bombarded? Totally. Okay, bring it. Let's bring on Lou from, uh, oh, they're just answering it now. Okay, let them queue it up. And as soon as they, okay, it's green. I know green is good. Lou. Lou. Yes, sir. Good morning, Hello. Lou. <laughs> good morning, crew. You guys are, you guys are really rocking this morning. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> it must be the trout season. <laughs> no, no, the trout season took no, care. No. Okay, so here's the way this works, okay? There's five of us in okay. studio plus... Um, you have um, Steve Carson on the phone, okay? So two of the exactly. ones in studio, okay, are out in fish, Miss Country. They're the oh. trout guys. The other okay. two salty dogs are inside here with with, ben, with with Steve Carson there as well. Ron, because everybody's texting me, where's Ron, where's Ron? He's at a wedding in Northern California. I told him, don't even bother getting up. You got to, because he's actually in the wedding. So he's got to put the whole penguin suit on. I told him I wanted a photo, okay? And uh, so he's out there to, he's having a good day. But he's in Northern California, so that's why he's not here. So when you Ron, say this whole Ron thing about. The wedding with waiters on? Can you imagine that? That'd be funny if he was wearing waiters. Yeah, him and his significant other. No, that's Bobby. He's with Bobby. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. But Bobby oh, could oh, be a male oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right, Lou, you got a question? Yeah, I have a question for Ben. I did listen to you talking about Pyramid there in Nevada. My son wants to get started up in there, but he's uh, focusing most of his attention right now at the trucking from uh, East Reno all the way down to Vardy and beyond and in between. Have you ever fished those areas in the past? You know what? I fished a Trekkie long ago when I was going to Chico State. One of my buddies moved to Reno. But this last uh -huh. trip there... Um, I met a couple guys. I met one of them was really interesting. I met an ichthyologist that's hanging out up there, and he's one of the guys that are looking over the lake. And he was telling me there's a brown trout fishery in Truckee that, um, I mean, they have really big ones, like 20 pounders in there. So um, if I was your son and I was looking for something to do, I would find out what time of year it is. And it's usually in the fall that those things start doing what they do. And uh, that would definitely be a fish of a lifetime there to go chase a big brown out of the Truckee because um, I had no clue of it until this guy started telling me about it. But if he's that close, he should go experience Pyramid. I mean, it's it's not that far of a drive. It's 10 hours from here, 19 hours from here. But from where he's at, it, it would be nothing. Exactly. The thing of it is, uh, on that deal, you know, if you go into if you go into Google and look at all these places and all that, you know, it, yeah, it's helpful. But there's three tackle shops in that area: one in Reno, and two in the Truckee Vardy area. And right. Called them and asked them, and uh, they always refer me to the quote unquote what flies are being used, you know, locally, what holes and where, and uh, you know, beginning as a he's a he's an experienced fisherman. Right. When it comes to lake and and rivers, you know, and surf, but now he's going into fly fishing. So, uh, I know for a fact that uh, on the east, on the west end of our central office there in Truckee on the river, we used to catch fish there years and years and years and years ago. 
just on break, walk out the back door, cross the alley, throw it in the river, you got fish. But uh, the, those the trucky areas, is it that really that uh, mystery, that so secretive that nobody wants to share information? I think I think it is. I hate to say that, yeah. but I mean, the weirdest thing is I hang out with a bunch of that are secretive guys, uh-huh. and... Um, they they're not going to share. So well, the best thing I would say is you can Google things, and that's the one thing you can actually Google about pyramid, Trekkie, whatever you want. And the guys that want to share will be on that Google deal. You'll find them on YouTube. Okay, because the, the thing of it is, I'm going up there mid, uh, mid-May for the birth of my second grandson up there, and then Kim and I are going to do six days up and down the rivers and all the creeks, and uh, just have a blast. So. Well, yeah, have, go have, have, in the meantime, my recommendation, get in your car, head down to the 15, and go to Lake Elsinore. It's, it's, it's happening. Yeah, there's, no, <laughs> there's no secrecy anymore at Lake Elsinore. They got, they got it all. They got great bass fishing, and that's quite a did they a Did hush-hush. they actually put those cutthroat in Lake Elsinore, too? I, I, I knew Willie was holding something out on me. You know, we could cut anybody's throat if you want. <laughs> I'm going to take my granddaughter down there because my granddaughter and I, we've been fishing Skinner. Uh-huh. I've been showing her how to catch the little cats and catch the little bluegills. And uh, she said, like, Daddy, I mean, grand- she's a grandpa. Anything bigger? Well, Lou, hold <laughs> on a second. To- William or Jonathan, when is the Kids Derby? June 5th. All right, June We're 5th? We're at the beginning of June. Beginning of June. So, so you know, what you got to do, Lou, is just... <laughs> Take her down there for the kids' event. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to get a lot of help from everybody. You're almost guaranteed to catch a fish for her, which is very important the first time out. And, you know, there's some big, they got some prizes and stuff and things for the kids to do. It's a great way to introduce these kids to the to catching a fish. Okay, I wrote this down on a safe date. Thank you very much, you guys. Uh, enjoy and keep having fun. Today's been a really exceptional day for you guys. You guys are really wild, but. I know. No, we're, we're wild, wild like this all the time. time. Yeah. Listen, here's here's the point. I mean, and Ben, we all share this philosophy. You know what? Life is way too short. If you really think about it, it's way too short. We love to fish. I don't think none of us are really pretentious about, you know, oh, we're the best. No, no. Here was the premise of Angler Chronicles. We're a bunch of guys who love to fish talking about fishing, period. And then we just, there's things that we've picked up along the line. Yes, the majority of, of us have fished more than many people's lifetimes. But we're ju- we just like to share what we've learned. No experts here. None, none. We're just uh, more experienced. How's that? That's the that way to put it. Yeah, yeah. We've done it more. A bunch of jacks. There you go. We'll be uh, something like that. But, but we're good. But we'll take on anybody. Bring, bring them on. Now, anyway, have a good one, Lou. Okay, and get that you little do- uh, grandchild of yours out fishing. All right. Yeah, you guys stay healthy, okay? All right, thanks, bud. All right, so where we go? Okay, William, uh, you were finishing up a thought there? Yeah, uh, I just want to give some details about the derby. Not much of the format is going to change. It's still going to be, uh, you can fish from float tube, jet ski, boat, kayak, anything. If it floats, you can fish. If it floats, it goes. Uh, the body still go- yeah, the boats it goes. The buy-in is still going to be fifty dollars uh, for one-person teams and a hundred dollars for two-man teams. Um, 
the, the only other thing that is going to change is um, some of the literature, and that's what's taking so long. I have to sit down and rewrite uh, the rules and regulations to uh, right. accommodate the event being at launch point. But the format isn't going to change, uh, except for it's going to be a one-day other than a two-day. It's still going to be 100% buy I mean, payback to all the anglers. We're still going to have a great time. Well, the great time is guaranteed, and you might be a star on television. You might get on. Okay, oh. Actually, you will get on. But I want to do, uh, while we're doing that, I want to give a huge shout-out that they're listening. My, our dear buddy from Lake Elsinore, Steve the Bug Man. Okay, he's listening. He's with Eddie. I guess they're going to a tournament. Uh, give him a big uh, shout-out to them, and obviously to Rick and Judith. Okay, Rick Kizzy and Judith Palma, they're, they're, they're out there, too. While I'm at it, i got to give another uh, listener. I, I, love, I love the communication we have on uh, Saturday mornings, okay? Uh, I have here uh, John Gassadis, I would imagine, um, and he wants me to do a big, huge shout-out to the guys in the Inland Empire, Javier, Enrique, Mike, and Silver. There you go. And everybody else that's listening. Don Southern, I love you. Okay. See, here's the thing with Don Southern. He always invites us for breakfast, but he always invites um, Ron, not me. Huh? You notice that? That's terrible. That's terrible. The Don Southern, you know, and that, that I, I I used to love the guy. Man, you're crying. Don't cry like that, bro. I'm crying, bro. I'm crying. I'm crying. All right. One more time. Everybody save June 26th. Okay, that looks like it's going to be the Dream Extreme. I also want you to save June 6th or 5th, that, that Saturday there, for the Kids Derby at Lake Elsinore. We're going to need some volunteers. Team 57, I know you have uh, your ears on. The message is going out. Get a hold of William at Williams Bait Tackle and Boat Rental. Okay, uh, William, what's your phone number there? 951-642-0640. Get in there and get on the list of volunteers. We're going to need you, and um, but we'll do like we always do. We'll do the radio show and then mosey on down to Lake Elsinore. And, uh, and, and I love playing with all the kids. They have so much fun. And, and you know, Ben, the, the first time they catch a fish, the smile, and they don't know, what, they don't know whether to hug the fish, kiss the fish, you the fish you know but you know for the uh, for the for the adults there i mean you're creating your fishing partners for the future i can that's tell it. you about that that's it there's a t-shirt i saw i asked god to send me a fishing buddy and he sent me my daughter son yeah, yeah, grandchild yeah. etc all right listen i gotta go to break here jonathan uh william did we miss anything um no, just real quick. Nope. Um, we're going to have a registration for the uh, kids fishing derby. So okay, there uh, is a registration. All right, we'll, we'll put it out there. Okay, folks, everybody, stay on tight. When we come back, we'll talk to Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing, and I see my dear buddy Chuchin. Just hang on tight, but I'll come to you. This is Angels Radio AMA thirty KLAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. 
Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio. AME 30. Ben, this is uh, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and we've got Steve Carson, and I see Oliver still there. Oliver's been really quiet today. I don't know why. He's sad. He didn't get to go on the bromantic trip with his buddies up there. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, he puts it on mute. He's probably, he's probably crying so right you know, now. You know what yeah. he does with his phone? He puts it on mute, which allows us to say stuff about him before he can respond right away. So we're going to use that. We're going to use that. And then I've got uh, Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. I also have Chuchin. Chuchin's at home tight. Let me, get, uh, let me go to uh, Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Steve, sorry you can't get through. We had the lines all jammed up, but... Um, good morning, brother. Hey, good morning. How's everyone doing? We're doing really good. good. Great, great. Oh. I just wanted, just wanted to give you guys some updates on the El Dorado this week. Uh, as you guys know, Captain Jeff's already been on fire at those uh, outer islands loading up on the big vermilion and sheephead ling cod. But the game changer this week, they've been able to secure a little bit of live squid. And uh, as you guys know, live squid equals yellowtail and bigger sheephead, and um, it's been really good. It's been really good. Um, he's ended up with a handful of yellowtail every trip. Uh, it's been a great It's been a great light bite, guys, so got to be up. Um, got to be up early. Fishing's been good. The fish move in once or twice. Uh, they move through quick, and once that's done, he's been able to go out and just load up on these big sheephead. He's also got a few big halibut this week, up to 20. Um, it's been really good. Yeah, well, here's what I'm going to say. Um, just so that you guys know, we do have a trip, an Angler Chronicles fishing school trip, on the 9th, okay, on the other route. It's a day and a half, and I believe we're close. There may be one, maybe two spots. So uh, Ron, unfortunately, is not here. He can't tell us, but um, uh, check with him, and we put a poster up there for you. Go to the Angler Chronicles Facebook page. or friends of Angler Chronicles. You'll find it. 
we do limited load. We only are only going to take 20, 20, 20 guys. That's it. Okay, and the, the crew, which is usually two or three of us. So you'll be good to go. It'll be light load. We'll be able to spread out and uh, catch some fish. And Jeff is on a roll. I mean, I'm telling you, Jeff is on a roll. He said, I've been monitoring this, and he's got not only extremely good quality rockfish, which is what everybody thought we would just go for, but, you know, he's popping in the lingcods in there. And now with the halibut, the yellowtail has been a little more consistent. I know it's... Um, Maybe squid sensitive, but you know, I think you can. If they're there, that means they're they're catchable. The secrets you you didn't need always in the winter to have squid to catch yellow. No. Okay, so that that's it. Okay, so Steve, and then the other one I see is the victory's doing pretty good on the three quarter day. Yeah, victory's been good actually. Uh, Captain Phil decided to go up the line yesterday, and he got some. Uh, mystical bait from his uh his buddy up up the line he was able to get about five or six scoops of anchovy and uh that was a game changer he said it was absolutely stupid in the bay yesterday so they got a uh, quick and easy limits of of quality boccaccio vermilion etc and uh yeah he's been doing he's been doing really good like i said uh out in front kind of slowed down for him out in front so he decided to do something different went up the line and uh did really well. He's uh, He leaves every day at 6 a.m., returns at 4 p.m., guys. Jump on the victory. They'll run light. Yes, yes, and they run, and it's just a fantastic everything. Okay, so, all right. Uh, let me see. Oh, I got the sheriff. You know how meticulous he is about photographs. He's also TV, which includes visual and audio, and he's letting me know that somebody – in the studio has a squeaky chair. Ben, you anything about that? You like how that, you like how that went? That was for you, William. That was for you. All right, Steve. Um, so they're good to go. Um, trips. Uh, one more time, the website and phone number. Uh, website is longbeachsportfishing.com, and the phone number is 562-432. Eight nine nine three, and uh, if I got another thirty seconds, absolutely. I'd like to one more. All right, thanks, Sergio. Uh, the Eldorado. Um, we're doing an early bird special again this week uh, for Monday and Tuesday night. It's uh, only one fifty prepaid through the website. And keep in mind, guys, that price can go up at any time. Um, I could switch it in an hour. I can switch it Monday. So you can jump on the Eldorado for only one hundred and fifty bucks. Um, LongBeachSportFishing.com. Click book online, and uh, let's go fishing. Okay, well, listen, I can't believe it. Why do you have to be so mean and just change the price anytime you want? You can change it well, down. Don't change it up. Wow. <laughs> this is well, Saturday but, morning, the beginning of the day. You don't have to be so mean. I'm sorry. It's just one of those mornings, Serge. No, listen, uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing is one of our favorite places to fish. We love the captains. We love the owner. We love you. It's 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 great place. Um, guys, get out there. Uh, there's some good fishing being done locally, okay? And I'm, when I mean locally, I mean anywhere from San Clemente to the outer, the other islands here, you know, everything in between. It's some really good fishing. It's not just San Diego, so get in on it. Get in on it. Okay, thank you, Steve. Long Beach Sport Fishing. All right, you guys have a good day. I'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you. Okay, well, here's the thing. You know, I went fishing yesterday with Paul Hayes. He wanted me to make sure to mention my bonehead move. You wouldn't believe what I did yesterday. 
I'm walking around to get my stuff loaded onto the to the to the boat, and there was a hose there that had been left on. So when I went, I stepped on the what do you call that? The little gun thing. The trigger, yeah. And it was pointing straight up, and it soaked me. It went underneath my jacket, all the way. It was coming up out of my collar, and it, you know, for that split second, I go, "What's going on? What's going on?" And I'm getting soaked. It was funny. There you go, Paul. All right, I put myself on the chopping block for you. Okay, yep, did a bonehead move. All right, that's the only bonehead move I do, huh, William? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You should. You ought to see William when he gets a big fish, but we won't go there. Stop that. Willie does well on the fish. He does pretty good. And he misses good. it. Come on, no way. Because he fishes in free spool. Do you remember that one, William? Oh, shit. Well, ah, see, see, dude, why are you letting listen, him do that to we're you? We're all going to share in the misery. It's okay? all respect, bro. All respect. I'll, I'll, I'll share the story with you, Ben, when we see each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah he does well share. Are you going tuna fishing with us this year, Willie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I can get out on one of the one or two other trips. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I want to see you get a fat boy there. The, yeah. That'd be is nice. a steel room on the two-and-a-half-day search? I believe so. I believe yeah. so. You got to talk to – see, here's the thing. You got Ron. Ron handles all that. So, yeah. you know, he, he – He's listening he, to yeah. the show right now, I'm you sure. You know he is in Northern California. Okay, so, um, yeah, I'm sure there is some, some time for that. But you just don't want to – you don't want to take him anywhere where there's, like, scents being used. Who? William. Why would you say that? When, when there's a scent – that be used, okay? Yeah. Something you can put on, like, uh, hookup bait or, or any type of thing that's kind of oily and stuff. Huh. And then do not lend him your gear. Wow, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm oh, thinking now lend, that I'm, gonna, I'd lend him something else, but I think right now is, you know, I'd probably get him some CBD first thing in the morning and then see what goes on throughout <laughs> the day. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Don't offer me any candy on the boat. Yeah. No candy on the boat. Okay. All right. Let me let me go here. I promise. Let me go to my my dear friend Chuchin. Uh, good morning, Chuchin. Hey, good morning, everybody. How you guys doing out there, Sergio? We're doing Just great. In, Always checking remember in, checking in. Yeah, you have a very special place in my heart, my brother. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm in the hospital right now, going through some issues, but I'm watching the fishing channel uh, and hearing and, and hearing you guys. I, I want to get. I want to get on one of those fishing trips that you guys get uh, next month, man. Uh, that's why I was calling in. Uh, I want to. Um, when you guys have something opening or something, let me know. I I I want to go fishing with you guys. Okay. Well, whenever. I always wanted to go on one of those rock fishing trips with you. Go on the May ninth. When it'll be fun. Whenever you want. Well, you, 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 well, we got a really come a good one too. I think that one's kind of full. Okay. There's one on the Pacific Islander. Ooh, that'd be good too. Out of Oxnard, okay. Uh, that, oh, I love Oxnard. You know, I love Oxnard. That's why I'm my thinking. And I think that trip we have, we, have, we have a day and a half that leaves on the 19th of May. Okay, my I gotta settle down. I gotta slow down here, so I, I'm getting okay, ready well, to take my boat Okay, well, Chuchin, do me a favor. These lakes. Contact me off the air. I'll give you all the information. I will. Okay. Well, Chuchin, we know you always pray for you, my boy. Okay, Thank I can't you. say Thank it on the I can't say it on the air, but F blank 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 K, uh, cancer. You know what I'm saying, brother? That's right. That's right. And uh, thank you guys for uh, uh, your prayers and thoughts. And uh, I just wanted, like I said, I just want to call and say hello to everybody and 
give a shout out to all my friends and everybody's thinking about me and and I'm not on Facebook right now and everybody's missing me but just know that I'm thinking about you guys and I love you guys and, and we love you too bro just hang on tight out, and give me on the fishing trip I want to go okay fishing okay let's get you on the Pacific Islander that'd be great let's do on the this team. let's do this I love you guys I love, I love you, you too. guys and I I'll see you guys soon. All right, thanks, And tell Ron to come see me since he's up here. He's closer now to me than he would be when he's back home. Yes, we will. Get, yeah, yeah, all right. Thanks, <laughs> Chuchin. Love you guys, man. Hang right. I'll see you guys soon. All right, Bye. all right, thanks. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead, man. You know what? You said earlier we hadn't heard much from uh, Oliver. Right? We need to get Oliver on the road here. So, it's like. Well, he puts it on mute so he doesn't jump wait, in. So. Oliver, so why don't you tell everybody about the uh, the new trout rod since trout opener is today? Let's hear a little bit about the stuff that all these guys are are testing, but me and Serge. Yeah, tell everybody all the rods all the you have for 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 Tony and, and Andrew that uh, Ben and I don't have. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> Oliver? Oliver left the building an hour ago. Really? What's that? He said Oliver left the building an hour ago. Hey, William, just out of curiosity, did you get one of those? Yes, I did. Oh, oh. you rotten bugger. Oh, man. So it's just you and me, Ben. Hey, Steve Carson, did you get one of them? No, I didn't get one. Oh, man. <laughs> Steve, yours is in the mail. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a 10-piecer, ten, ten Steve. It's a 10-piecer. <laughs> Okay, so so no, no, seriously. So I mean, it's going to be like that, huh? No, I just they no, they're up there testing stuff. So, so give some people so, some information on the rods there. Yeah, Ben. So, um, you know, sorry we couldn't connect. I I've been uh, under the weather, been sick, and uh, couldn't get to you uh, to take those two rods. So, Sergio, these are uh, one piece, uh -huh. eight foot, feather uh, light and ultra light, one to four and two to six. Wow. And so, you know, we've been working on those on those lengths. Um, most people want a two-piece because it's easy to travel with. Mm -hmm. The guys who fish trout, um, and, and, you know, this is sort of their game, uh, like Tony, Andrew, and when Ben and Chad go up to uh, uh, to the upper lake here, right, they, they want something that's long, that is grippy, and that has a lot of backbone. Right. So since we've been playing with that R six graphite, and you've seen how good the Basin Lake and the initial rods are. Uh, by the way, the nine foot blanks just came in uh, yesterday, Ooh. and Ben's uh, been waiting on those. You've been waiting on those. Steve, uh, Steve himself has been waiting on those, and so we're gonna start building uh, the first few samples prototypes, so that we could all go out and. You know, put them to, to work. Uh, I'm going to get feedback from you guys. And so these 8-foot, uh, one-piece rod rods, uh, panfish rods that we're building, uh, RX-6 graphite, um, as you've seen with the Basin Lake, very whippy tip. Uh, even though they have a fast action, they uh, provide that parabolic action once they go under load. So uh, you'll have the... Hey, hey, Oliver, you got you to gotta hold that thought. I, I got to go to commercial. I can hear the music in the background. Okay, so um, yep. when we come back, we'll finish that thought with Oliver. And then, for heaven's sakes, I wanted to talk saltwater and tuna. All we talked about trout. And you and I aren't even fishing trout. Unbelievable, Ben. This is Angels Radio, <laughs> AM 830, KLAA. We'll wrap back.
Angels Radio. AME 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. And Leilani, this is the last segment, right? Leilani? Yes, it's the last segment. And all I wanted to do is come in here and tell you about my two fishing trips this this week in the ocean. I wanted to tell you about tuna fishing in the ocean. And all that we have talked about is trout. It's the trout opener. It's too early for tuna. So continue, Oliver. Let's hear it. Finish up. There we go. So, um, so yeah, uh, Andrew uh, came by and uh, picked up one of those rods. Uh, ben, you did not pick up yours. Yours is just Oh, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you, Oliver. In fact, you know, you come by today. Uh, I'm going to be down there uh, running the shop today. Did Andrew pick up mine? Andrew picked up GT's. How's that? You see, you see how this is. You see how this is. Yeah, sometimes you just don't know who you work. You know, for. you know what's weird though is that you are just talking about tuna, right? And there's, you know, there's different sizes of tuna and different stuff that you use for tuna. But I don't think a lot of people have put the time in to think about the trout fishing that Oliver's starting. He's really getting into it now. But when you think about going up to, you go to Pyramid and you go fish those bigger fish. It's a completely different rod that you're going to use. You're going to use like a drop shot rod, but it's going to have a a tip with a medium-like backbone that you can actually cast small jigs. And then you go to the Sierras, or you go to Mammoth or wherever you want to talk June Late Loop. Completely different tackle. And I'm wondering if the tackle is even different when you're fishing these, you know, Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, Fin and Feather. I mean. That's the thing that I really didn't understand until I started looking at that, that there, again, there's a spectrum of trout fishing, like there's a spectrum of bass fishing, tuna fishing, yellows, whatever. There's always something when you're looking at your equipment. One rod's you're not going to work right. for everything. You're absolutely right, Ben. There isn't the one size fits all when you're talking about even the same species in different lakes, right? You know, Pyramid Lake versus Santa Ana River Lake, two different animals. Um, Sanana River Lake, um, you know, fin and feather. Most of the guys are either baiting or wading, and they're uh, fishing the mini jigs, so they want something very whippy. Um, you know, what I hear from the, the reviews that I get on these rods from guys that have used 
the other manufacturer rods is that most of the other rods are very whippy, but when they go under load, there's no backbone. And that matters when you are even fishing the local stocking lakes and, you know, you now hook a six, eight, ten pound trout over a two pound trout. Um, and Steve Carson always talking about the two pound test, which, you know, which is what you want to use here locally. But then, then when I hear guys like you and others going out to uh, Pyramid Lake, it uh, sounds like, you know, you guys are stepping it up to maybe four, six, even eight pounds. Six and eight, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so, and, and so you know, um, sure, one rod could be multi-task and multi, you know, have multi-use. Um, but once again, Pyramid Lake versus Shenandoah River Lake, uh, two different animals, two different, uh, two different rods, two different, uh, you know, setups. Yeah, when you're that's, fishing, that's when... what we're doing with these rods. Okay, so this guys, I hate. I'm getting way too many messages. <laughs> All right, Oliver, you're gonna this this affects you guys as well, and um, I'm getting a lot of messages here because so I'm gonna I'm gonna let me let me just hundreds I, thousands hundreds <laughs> I'm gonna answer a few in in the shotgun form form boom boom yeah. boom out okay one of them says uh, if I were to go fishing for tuna what day and a half boat where I get on. I, I can't answer that. And I, the only way I can answer I that is tell you, well, yeah, I mean, my favorite is the Ocean Odyssey, but there's plenty of boats. Right now is what I would tell you is any boat you can get on because they're getting full. Okay, a lot of these boats, day and a half, two days, they're getting very, very full. So at this point, whatever you can get on, they're all fishing in the same area. They talk to each other. So it's not that one boat's better than the other. It's just that who happens to be in the right area. Go while they're biting. That's the one thing I'll tell you. Don't Which think is right now. If they quit biting, just wait until they start okay. again. So get I out there. I do have to give a shout-out to Tom's Kathy, who is going to be celebrating 21 years of sobriety, and we celebrate oh, that as a brand-new birthday as well. Okay, uh, let me see if I can do another one here. Uh, Orchid wants to go hunting. For men or what? I don't know. That's a normal but, deal for her. But Orchid, we will. We're we are going to plan a trip. I'm going to let you guys know we're going to plan a trip for pheasant here. I'm going to do a little pheasant shoot. We'll have to figure how that goes around. Okay. Uh, let me see. Okay, I've got what type of um, equipment would you use for? Uh, the tuna that are right now, which is kind of, it's too broad because it's 30 to 175. Yeah. So let's do 30 to 80, 80 to 120, yeah. and above 120. You got uh, three You got three rods today, and that's pretty much it. Okay, go out real, real fast. So I, I would take a 500 size with with a rod that's going to be able to handle 50, 65. Okay. I'd take another one that's 65, 80, and then i take another, because 80 pound, if you get the right deal, like a 600 size reel, you can land one of those, not a huge fish, but then you want to have either a BV 800 or 800 narrow with 80 or 100 pound on it or an ATD because I was talking to a couple guys and those bigger fish are, are doing a deal. All right. All right. Uh, Steve Carson, pen equivalents or what? Yeah, don't leave the dock without a Fathom or Torque 40 narrow size reel. Uh, the two hot tickets right now are either knife type jigs, not flat falls, but knife jigs and or the sinker rig on 60 pound. Uh, I was down at the landing last night and talked talk to a couple of captains. They all said the same thing. And so a Fathom 40 narrow, a Torque 40 narrow, fill it three-quarters up with uh, 
80-pound braid, 60-pound mono top shot, and then uh, use the hot jig or really the sinker rig during the daytime has been the hot ticket. Yeah. The jigs are more of a of a you know, early low light, late low light type of thing. Okay, Oliver, but, uh, quick. There you go. Give me three rods, Oliver. 40, 60, 100. Heavy, extra heavy, triple X. Uh, 44 light bait. Uh, you can fit 50 on that. Um, bottom 40. Um, actually, 500. The uh, 60 to 80. Um, that would be a double X. Syndicate rod, 50 to 100, for the accurate 800, or the Fallon 40 narrow, as they both said now, uh, Stephen Ben. Mm-hmm. And then the Triple X, make sure you have uh, you know, something like a Makaira 20, uh, an accurate AQB 30, a Fallon uh, 60, uh, loaded with 130 uh, pound uh, Spectra, 100 pound top shot, and think that big jig to the bottom, you know, 100, 150 feet. Those are the only three rods you need. Okay, the other thing I want to mention is, so get down to uh, San Diego's, you're going to need about a day and a half minimum, I think, to get into it. Oh, it's 75 70, miles is yeah. what I heard yesterday. So I was unfortunately, down there, we didn't to hear Rick. from Rick, which means probably he's in the fish this morning. Yeah, he uh, he's the one told me 75 miles yesterday yeah. when so, I was talking to him. So it's there. Yeah, 75 to 85 miles, that's, oh. that's what I got. So they're very yeah. doable. Now, if you don't have that option, you've got to fish up here. Or anywhere else, rockfish has been a great staple. They've got some very good fish. There's a lot of yellowtail around beginning to show up now that they have uh, the live squid. Um, what are we missing? Uh, well, the one thing I've noticed in some of the Calico areas I've fishing. are waking up. I was going to say, uh, William and I were out there on Tuesday, and I, I was out yesterday again. One of the things I did notice very, very heavily, bait. There's a lot of yeah. bait. And, and- now, what kind of bait? Squid, yeah. We're well, talking, that means the ghost. The ghost will show up. So daytime squid. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know I had a couple of uh, bait boats there. Okay. I'm supposed to uh, ask William. What time do they start serving breakfast? Eight a.m. Eight a. So Bugman, it's eight a.m. My question to you is, why do you have to text me and you didn't text him directly? I think so. I would ask you on. on <laughs> But I love the bug man. And the reason I love the bug man so much is because of baby Dallas. Why here is not a baby anymore. But she'll always be my baby Dallas. Okay. All right. Uh, last minute things. How, Leilani, how much time do I have here? We got four minutes. So let, anything that we need to cover, I want to make sure that we do cover. There is one thing I want to bring to everybody's attention. Is that save the date. June 12th. We will do another fishing festival and we'll be raising money for fishers of men west coast okay that's the full day event where some of the vendors uh, had uh, some booths i mean uh, oliver you had a booth there um and we raised uh, nearly eight thousand dollars for fishers of men and then the big the big one is taco tuesday is back this tuesday at michael sports pub and grill in westminster and we're going to have a special appearance by the man himself, Mr. William Johnson, will be there. I heard he's singing a lot of Frank Sinatra hits and stuff like that, so it would be no, great. No, it was more like, <laughs> what, what did we say? Teddy you, P, baby. Who, who, who are you going to be? Teddy P. Oh, Teddy yeah. Pendergrass. Look at him. You know, how is your hand modeling going? Is it going pretty good there, <laughs> Willie? 
totally. All right. So, uh, Carson, do you have any info? Any any thing going yeah. on? Well, yeah. Like you say, um, there, well, there's ten boats, ten party boats and or charter boats out, not to mention however many private boats, out on the Bluefin area today. So they're going to be a little more spread out. They're going to be a little bit uh, able to experiment with different times of the day, different rigs. Uh, there were some 250s hooked in the last couple of days on the kite rigs, uh, not landed. So some of those bigger fish are moving in, too. But really the overall size is a little smaller, uh, you know, more like 40 to 60 on average, which means the well, numbers Well, for the up. most part, I would say great because it allows people that have never caught a bluefin tuna right, uh, right. the opportunity to, to land one. And then as you get a little more experience, then go for the bigger boys. The bigger boys will make a grown man cry, as the legend says, the song says, and I got to witness it. See, now, Ben, you didn't get a chance to be on the Ocean Odyssey. We got one night where we had like 200-plus yeah. pounders, okay? Now, there's this big guy, I mean, big, muscles all over, you know, Sounds much like you stronger. have like a bro crush going there, okay? bro. And he goes and he, get, <laughs> and he gets set up, okay? And he gets uh, hooked up. Within 10 minutes, he was humbled. Why will you even talk about that stuff? Just leave poor Willie alone. How do you know it was William? I know it was William. Mr. Parrish, I hope your head's up and going forward, and I don't listen to these guys the way they pick on each other. Yeah, no, no. But, but what I want to say is after, I would say, the 80-pound mark, 90-pound mark, at that point, you got to know what you're doing. It has, it's more technique than, well, than and a lot of times it's it's pacing yourself in your head. That's right. People seem to just blow out in their head, oh, and, you, and the adrenaline Willie, rush. Willie is gone. wanted to bring them in. He wanted to just yeah. grab the line and handline them in. And I said, "That's not how it works." You know what, Willie? It's like walking your pool, poodle that you have and walking along the the shoreline there at Elsinore. You know that toy poodle you have? Just relax and think of, <laughs> think of that toy poodle, bro. And when he puts on the pink shorts and the <laughs> pink tank top, that's uh... there's a lot of external uh, situations going on there. Yeah. <laughs> now listen, um, I guess what I, I'm using him as an example, I shouldn't. But William, William's a very good fisherman. But William, those fish make you respect them, don't you? <laughs> oh heck yeah! Yeah, especially at the end of a two and a half day trip. You know, the 11th hour, you've already dropped down 150 times, and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. You should have I dropped mean, out, down 149 it. times, yeah. and you would have been ready. Yeah. Anyway, look, I love you all. Oliver, thank you for joining us. Steve Carson, thank you, my friend. Willie, I'll, I'll see you in the next couple of days, and get ready, folks, for the Derby. On behalf of Ben and I, Angler Chronicles, we are out, and be kind. Be kind. We'll talk to you guys next week. Well, the show for this week it's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in god's country we'll see you next week on angler chronicles